Hi, everyone. This is Mary DeMuth, and this is Pray Every Day, where I pray through the Bible verse by verse, uh, continuing in 2 Samuel 12, verses 15 through 31 in the World English Bible. And this is what it says. Nathan departed to his house. Yahweh struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and it was very sick. David therefore begged God for the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. The elders of his house arose beside him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not, and he didn't eat bread with them. On the seventh day the child died. David's servants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him, and he didn't listen to our voice. How will he then harm himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David perceived that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, Is the child dead? They said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothing, and he came into Yahweh's house and worshipped. Then he came into his own house, and when he requested, they set bread before him, and he ate. Then his servant said to him, What is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child was dead, you rose up and ate bread. David said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who knows whether Yahweh will not be gracious to me, that the child may live. But now that he is dead, why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. David comforted Bathsheba his wife, and went into her, and lay with her. She bore a son, and she called him Solomon. Yahweh loved him, and he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he named him Jedidiah for Yahweh's sake. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the children of Ammon and took the royal city. Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rabbah. Yes, I have taken the city of waters. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and take it, lest I take the city and it be called by my name. David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah and fought against it and took it. He took the crown of their king from his from off his head, and its weight was a talent of gold, and in it were precious stones, and it was set on David's head. He brought a great quantity of plunder out of the city. He brought out the people who were in it and put them under saws, under iron picks, under axes of iron, and made them pass through the brick kiln. And he did so to all the cities of the children of Ammon. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. Mind if I pray for you? Lord, thank you for this story. And I love that even as David deeply and completely repents of what he has done and basically places himself on the floor in repentance, there is still yet consequences. And yet he still believes that you could spare that child's life because you are a gracious God. And so he appealed to that. However, um, the grief still came and the child did die. And inevitably, um, or at least initially, We don't know if a child is a girl or a boy, but as the narrative plays out, we find out it's a boy. So the firstborn son. Um, Another interesting thing that I learned while I was researching the most misunderstood women of the Bible is that there's no mention of Bathsheba and Uriah having children. So there's a possibility, and I'm not saying it's biblical truth or anything, but there is a possibility that she was barren. And so for her to, to go through this situation where everything is stolen from her, including her firstborn child, 
Um, there is such grief there. And so in light of that, Lord, I pray for my friends listening to, listening today who are walking through grief, who have lost either a baby or a loved one or um, a friend over the past couple years. And that grief is thick. It is uh, full of dark lament. And Lord, we cannot sometimes get beyond it. And so, Lord, I pray for a lifting of the countenance. I pray for, um, I pray that you would give us the ability to grieve well, to um, weep when we need to weep and uh, to move beyond it, not in a sense of moving beyond that we're over it, because I don't think that that really happens. We're all affected by grief for the rest of our lives. I still have grief over losing my father when I was 10 years old. So it doesn't go away. It does lessen. And I pray that the sting would lessen, Lord. I pray this in your beautiful, powerful name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening to Pray Every Day. Today's podcast is brought to you by my friend Susie Mae Warren, and she's written My Brilliant Writing Planner. And you can go to mybrilliantwritingplanner.com and use the promo code PRAYEVERYDAY20 to get 20% off. She has several different formats that you can use for this planner, and she's got all sorts of pages. It's super thick, everyone. Super thick, and it's got everything that you would need to be an amazing writer this year. Um, and... Uh, she's also a hero of mine, or I guess a heroine since she's a lady. Um, she has written so many books and she is a tenacious, amazing human being who loves to set goals, who loves to shepherd people through the goal setting process and habit stacking and all of those things. And you're going to find um, a bit of her soul on the page here. So Susie May, thank you so much for sponsoring Pray Every Day. And again, it's mybrilliantwritingplanner.com and use the promo code PRAYEVERYDAY20 to get 20% off. If you'd like to advertise with Pray Every Day, you can just email Kristen, my assistant. Her email is newsletter at marydemuth.com.